podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hello, Dolphin fans. Yes, that's right. We're back with yet another season of previews and reviews of your Miami Dolphins. Each week, we will discuss the upcoming game, analyzing the opponent, and then follow every game with a review show with all the highs and lows of the game. This season looks to be one of the most exciting seasons we have had in a good while, and we are really, truly excited to be there every step of the way. So please look for us and follow us wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Please feel free to leave comments after each show, as we truly appreciate any feedback. Now let's kick off this week's show. And it's another FinFans podcast. I'm here today with the Gregonis. How are the you, guys? The gorillas. Did you just say the gorillas, Mike? <laughs> start, start, that, start, that over, start that over. No, no, no. That was good. That was good. That was good. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, the Gregonis are here. Uh, glad to be back. I think I missed a show, right? I don't know. Chris has missed yeah, a no, few. Right? I missed a few. It's definitely good to be back. It's been a yes. long couple weeks since that Chiefs game, and I'm ready for us to get Get oh. back on pace here. Eager, well, we, won, eager, we won a lot of games this weekend, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, right, Mike, for a bye week? Holy yeah. cow. Listen to this. Okay, let's go through it. Bills, loss. <laughs> Patriots, <laughs> loss. Even a bigger. <laughs> the Browns lose to the, I mean, the Browns beat the Ravens. Okay, the Ravens lose. Okay, these are all teams that we're basically competing against. The Bengals lose to the Texans. Another big loss in the AFC. All these top teams, the Jaguars lost to the 49ers. They got annihilated. Don't forget the Jets. Yeah, I I was about to say that. Well, well, I'm I'm getting there, guys. I'm getting there. I can only do one at a time. We get excited when the Jets lose. And then the Jets, (laughs) you know, on the night game, lose to the Raiders. Yeah, we we love that. They're four and five now. I mean, they're getting close to mm, getting to the point where they're going to have to just win outright down the line to make the playoffs. So... You look at the week and the bye week, and oh my God, did we, did we, I mean, we, we made out like bandits this week. I mean, all of these teams will be competing for, for a bye week. Um, you know, that first week of the playoffs, all lost. And, you know, on, to compound things, you know, the Browns lost their starting quarterback. And this is a team that is extremely dangerous. Um, that will definitely have an effect on their offense. It'll definitely have an effect on their team. They're very sound on defense. They're extreme. They're one of the best defenses in football right now. And their offense is very dangerous with Watson. So, you know, the loss of Watson is another plus. You know, you hate, obviously, you hate to see injuries, but it, you know, the the bottom line is, is that it's definitely going to hurt them. So, again, we made out like bandits on a bye week. And man, if they don't come out and take advantage of this going forward, um, you know, they should be really jacked up at this point. I hope so. You know, you're you're coming home and, and you, you've got everything right in front of you. You know, all you have to do is do what you need to do. Right. So, you know, I think uh, obviously McDaniel will get that message across to the team. And I'm sure they know it, you know, without him telling them. But Right. The bottom line is we're in a really good position, uh, you know, at, at this point in the season. Now, now we just have to go forward and, and uh, play sound winning football. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, the AFC as a whole, guys, you know, talk to me about, um, you know, about the Bills and the Jets. I mean, obviously the Patriots are pretty much 
out of the picture. You look at their schedule, they're already two and eight. I mean, God, they, if, even if they outright, they, they, they want outright, they're, they're at nine and eight. Yeah, I mean, no, they would, and that's not, that's not going to be good enough. There's no way. So they're pretty much done. So you guys talk a little bit about the bills and the, um, and the Jets and your well, thoughts on the them bill, going The forward. Bills fired their offensive coordinator, so they're not happy with the production of the offense. Yeah. Yeah, the Bills are a really weird team. I mean, I know on the defensive side, they lost probably their two best players. So, But even with that, their defense played a pretty good game the other night. It's just that offense that's, for the most part, fully healthy. I mean, there's no really excuse why they're not operating as well as they did that week against us. But, I mean, I love to see it. Um, the Jets, I mean, their defense is top tier, probably one of the best defenses in the league. But they're as long as Zach Wilson, <laughs> yeah, but as long as Zach Wilson's running that show, I just, I really don't. Right. I he's don't a, he's see. a weight holding them back. I'm just happy that they weren't smart enough to try to trade for um, the guy Minnesota did. Hobbs or Dobbs, he's playing, Dobbs. He's oh, playing wow. great right now. I mean, that's. I mean, honestly. You know, in regard to their situation, um, you know, I think that the decision from the top brass, because they didn't want egg in their face, you know, they felt that, you know, they almost had to keep Wilson in. And and it's a, it's a big mistake because if, in fact, Rodgers does come back at some point late in the season, even if they had mediocre quarterback play. And there's some veterans out there, like you mentioned, Chris, that they could have traded for. Um, guys that would be an upgrade from Wilson. Not a major upgrade, but a guy that could manage their offense enough to win them some of these football games. You know, the game- Wentz is one of the guys that was mentioned, I believe. Yeah, and he just signed with somebody I can't remember off the top of my head. Right. Yep. The, the game the other night was very winnable for them, right? I mean, you know, the offense, you know, Wilson basically hurt them in the game, you know, period. That's it. You know, he didn't play a horrible game, but he didn't play a great game, and, and he's holding that team back. There's no question about that. So, you know, great. You know, they didn't make the move. That's a positive for us going forward. We do play them twice um, going forward, and those are th- those are games that the offense is going to have to make plays in because um, you know if you keep them around, you know somehow some kind of way, you know they can beat you. You know, much like Kansas City beat us. Um, they didn't do an awful lot offensively in that football game, but they did enough to beat us because our offense just didn't do enough. So. You can see very similar games developing against the Jets if our offense doesn't produce in those games. So the Chiefs you know, believe be- they have the best defense in football. Yeah, I mean, you know, Mike, they do have a really good defense, but I'll tell you what, you know, if I had to choose between one or the other, I think I'd take the Jets' defense. I would too. Yeah, you know, for sure. Right, Chris, you agree with that as yeah. well? They're so- physical, very physical, and they're fast, and yes. they're good. Something, something else that's interesting too. Um, regarding the game tomorrow night, the Ravens play the Bengals. And that's kind of a, a win-win for us because if the yes. Ravens win, that knocks the Bengals down to 5-5 five and five and their playoff hopes at that point are, I mean, they're going to really need to yep. go out on the run. 
And if the Bengals somehow beat the Ravens, we can leapfrog them with a win against the Raiders for us this week. So, yeah, I would rather that happen. Yeah, <laughs> right. and not only that, the Chiefs are playing the Eagles on Monday Night Football. So, I mean, that's going to be a huge game, too, if the yeah. Eagles can somehow pull out a win. I mean, that'll Where drop. Where is that game, Chris? Is that, that in Kansas City? That game is in... Yeah, uh... it's in, K- in KC. It's in KC. Yeah. Either way, the Eagles to me are playing better ball than the than the Chiefs are right now. So I think they're yeah. playing as good as anyone. Yeah, for they sure. are both they sides of the ball too. Yeah, I mean, there's you know there's some decent matchups this week. Um, you know, you you look at some of the games, the Jets and the Bills are going to be quite interesting with the way the Bills' offense has been yeah. playing. Uh, you know, the Jets can beat them again. And, yeah, you know, that, if that'll the, be a fun game to watch. It's going to be a, a really, really fun game to watch. Um, you know, that's really the only other game. You know, the Steelers and Browns are an Both interesting six game. Both six and three. Yeah. Both six and three. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, the, the, here, here's the thing, guys, right? The, all of these teams in these other divisions all have to play each other, right? Yeah. You know, the Chargers are on the verge of, of just being, you know, out of the playoff picture. They have to start winning. They're four and five. But all of these teams play each other, you know, over the second half of this season, much like we have to play the Jets and we have to play the Bills again. Somebody has to lose. Right. You know, there's a loser. You know, somebody's going to win. Somebody's going to lose. So, you know, regardless of how we look at it and who loses and who, who wins, it's a positive one way or another, because one of these teams is going to be, you know, going in one direction. I think the Browns, you know, are, are in a little bit of trouble now with the loss of Watson. And the Steelers are an interesting team because they, they keep just just barely getting by every single week, doing just enough offensively and just enough defensively to win games. So in the AFC, all I can tell you is, you know, as we started this whole conversation and how the week progressed last week, we're in really, really good shape and we have to take advantage of it. You know, this week against the Raiders and some of these games that we're predicted the win and should win we have to win them that's all you got to do i mean you know you look around the nfl now and god every single week there's just games that you just you're shaking your head yep. like how i mean how did cincinnati lose at home last week but it's been happening week in and week out and you know again it's it's a positive for us and i don't care who it is that you win on a given week i've said this all season the wins. All you care about is the W. That's all that matters. For sure. Like I keep saying, the more you win, the more you need to win. That's just the way it works. Right. Exactly. So we put ourselves in a position where this game is important, and that's what you want at this time of the year. So let's talk about the Raiders. Um, Chris, why don't you talk about uh, Miami's defense versus the Raider offense? So for me, I mean, it seems like I say the same thing every week when we go over this, but they got one of the best running backs in the league, and we have to shut down the running game off the rip. If you make them one-dimensional with this rookie, who's actually, it was crazy, they said it the other night, he's 25 years old, so he's the same age as Tua, and this Uh is Tua's fourth year, so that's pretty interesting. But, I mean, he's played in four games, the, the rookie quarterback, He hasn't really done much. I mean, he's thrown for 675 yards. He's got two touchdowns and three interceptions, and he's been sacked 10 times. Uh So he hasn't played great. I mean, last week he played decent, good enough to get them the the victory. But, I mean, it really all starts at that 
um, at the line of scrimmage. I mean, their offensive line isn't great. Our defensive line, I would take pretty much above everybody else in the league. So we have to dominate in the trenches and just shut Josh Jacobs down. Because if they get him going, that opens up. Um, they got some stud receivers. They got Devontae Adams, obviously. Jacoby Myers, who's had, actually had a pretty good season. Uh, the rookie tight end, Michael Mayer, who's had a pretty good season, had a big touchdown catch for him last week. And then somebody who they haven't really used as much this year, which is interesting, and Hunter Renfro. But if you don't pay attention to him, he can he can hurt you, too. So, I mean, they have playmakers. They just haven't really been able to pull it all together. And I think with our defense being pretty much as healthy as it, it can get, I mean, I think I think we shut them down. Well, they also have a guy named Trey Tucker, who is a speedster who, you know, they they like to target deep on occasion. And, um, you know, he he's an interesting player as well. But like you mentioned, Chris, it's it's it starts at the quarterback position and it starts with the running back Jacobs. I mean, up to this point in the season, he's only averaging 3.3 yards a carry. So, you know, I think that has more to do with the offensive line than anything. Yeah. Um, and, you know, our defensive line has been playing extremely well of late. And I think it's a major mismatch in this game. I think we're going to, you know, we're going to put pressure on the quarterback and I think we're going to do very well against the run. I think they're going to be, they're going to have a hard time uh, scoring points against our defense. Definitely. Especially them playing in all black too. And that sun, you know, that's going to play somewhat of a factor. Oh, yeah. We were down there. Mike will be down there at the game with a, a whole bunch of the people on the page. And um, it is hot. It, whether it's in the low 80s or not, it's hot. Anybody who's coming from, well, you know what? The Raiders play in a dome, right? I don't know if they practice in that dome, but they probably do, right? I mean, the heat comes second half, it, it will play a part. There's no question about that. And, um, you know, we, we, the, the matchup is just, you know, we're, we're a better defense than they are in offense. They have some players, but. You know, in the trenches, we're a better football team. We should be able to control that. Mm-hmm. How, do, how do you think Jacobs does? You're asking me. Um, we've shown that teams can run the ball on us in certain games, but then we've also, as of late, been stuffing the run pretty good. So I think we're going to see a lot of eight men in the box type defenses for majority of the game. I mean, I think we're going to blitz the hell out of this rookie and – I mean, we like I said, I mean, Jacoby Myers has been good, but I think we double up Devontae and just take him out of the game, much like we did with Kelsey uh, two yeah. weeks ago. But, I mean, if if they can get it going early, I mean, like I said, he's he's a stud. Josh Jacobs is definitely one of my favorite running backs in the league, but I think we'll, we'll be he's able to shut runner. him down. He's you know, a physical runner. David Long's been playing great as of late, too, so we're going to see him flying all over the field shooting yes, those gaps. Yes, he has. He's been impressive. Yeah. Yeah, what, what interests me is this, is that depending on how the Raiders line up on offense, you know, if, if you put Adams up on Ramsey, they're going to play him man-to-man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Myers against X-Man – man the man right i think they're going to try to go man the man on those guys outside and maybe you know have the safeties play a little bit of zone um you know on renfro um, yeah renfro you know you got you're right you got kahuan renfro renfro hasn't done an awful lot um you know i think that they're going to try and isolate trey tucker on x-man and maybe try to beat us deep with him 
um, on occasion, you know, because he goes under the radar. I think they're going to try and get over the top on him on that side. And, you know, especially if we're paying a lot of attention to Adams on the opposite side. So the Raiders are going to have to get really, really um, creative, per se, on, on the offensive side in order to move the football against us. Uh, because, you know, again, you know, Michael Mayer, as Chris mentioned, the tight end is a really good football player. Um, you know, he was a high draft pick. He was one of the top ranked tight ends coming out of the draft this year. And, and he's been doing well of late. But, you know, when you've got a quarterback, you know, like this kid O'Connell playing, you know, as Chris said, you got to put pressure on him. And once you do and once he makes a few mistakes, you know, I, I, I think we're in great position here. Um, you know, their, their offensive uh, game plan will probably be to, you know, try and get Jacobs running the football. But, um, you know, the guys that I think that could possibly hurt us would be Adams and, and, this, and this other kid deep. And then, of course, Myers catching balls over the middle. Um, you know, they may be able to move the football a little bit if they, if they win those matchups against our corners. It's going to be an extremely interesting game. But, you know, again, if they had a little bit better quarterback, I'd, I'd, you know, I'd be a little bit more concerned about it. So, you know, we've got a lot of positives, you know, with yeah. those matchups. I think we're going to see them try to get Devontae Adams in the slot to try to create some mismatches there, too, because he can line up in the slot and he's pretty damn good when he's in the slot. So, yeah. But I mean, our safeties have been playing at such a high level, too. I mean, yes. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident in our defense shutting these guys down this week. I mean. Yeah, His quarterbacks averaging 168 yards passing per game, <laughs> in four yeah. games. So I mean, that's yeah. not it's not anything great, and it's actually pretty crazy that Josh Jacobs is only averaging 62 yards a game too. So I mean, yeah, that I mean he it. can't come out and run for 100 against us, but I mean, they just haven't been very successful so far. Well, you look at the 10 games. You know, they've they've given up a total. I mean, a total of 24 sacks. You know, so. You know, people are getting to the quarterback on them as well. You know, and if they're not, they're putting a lot of pressure on them. You know, our defensive line should be licking their chops this week. You know, I don't know what their offensive line grades at across the board, but it can't it can't be very good, especially run blocking, because Jacobs is one of the better running backs in the league. And for him to be averaging 3.3 yards a carry 10 games into the season, you know, that's he's been better of late. You know, but, you know, that overall average of 3.3 is, I mean, that that's low. That's The right side low. of their line is the better side of their offensive line. Right. Got it. Okay. Chris, you had mentioned our safeties. And uh, PFF ranks Holland number one and Elliott number 12. Wow. That's of 88 safeties. So, you're right. They are playing at a high level. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. I think as a whole, the defense has been playing pretty well. Um you know, the linebackers, Chris mentioned long. Um, I think he's been playing so much better than he 18th was early of 82. What's that, Mike? 18th of 82. Yeah, that's not, not bad. bad. Not bad. And, you know, that's what a bad start might keep him yep. up. You know? How's yep. Baker uh, graded out this year so far, Mike? 56.4. He's 69th of 82. Jesus. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's bad. You know, we say it all the time, you know, <laughs> he can't be in coverage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that where he's lacking, Mike? Is that yeah, I think so, yeah. for the most part. And, you know, his, grade, they, yeah. his strength is blitzing and stuff like that, and mm -hmm. they're not doing a lot of that. So, yeah. 
I mean, look, here, guys, listen, plain and simple. It, this is really plain and simple. The Raider offense as a whole, and I know they've been better the last couple of weeks, but they're 31st in the NFL out of 32 yep. teams. I mean, yep. you know, this is a game that the defense should definitely control. Period. That's it. Agreed. Stop to you argue. Know? Yeah. You know, that's where they are. I mean, whether it's Garoppolo or, you know, this O'Connell kid, that's where they are. Now, you know, if we don't go out there and just shut them down, then, then you know, then we're going to have issues going forward. So, you know, th- th- this is a good matchup for us. Key to watch is the line play because we should beat that offensive line. And if we don't, then we are, we're going to have a difficult game. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. You want to take a break, Mike? Yeah, so let's do that. And we'll be back in just a couple minutes. All right. So we're back. What are your thoughts, Chris? I mean, you expect a win, easy win or you expect a close game? I mean, what's the line now, 12? I think, yeah, that's a little a little big. I mean, I think that we should dominate this game. But given how well the Raiders actually have been playing lately, I think it's going to be a tough game. I mean, I think we're, we're not going to get into the proje- uh, projections yet or predictions. I'm sorry. But um, I think we win the game by like 10 points. I think uh, I don't know if it's going to be I don't know if we're going to beat them by that 12 or 13 points, whatever Vegas has us up by. But I mean, I don't know. It can it can honestly go either way. I mean, it it just depends how we come out, because we've seen not only just us, but other teams sometimes come out of the bye week and start a little bit slow. So I'm interested to see what what team we're going to get. You know, especially on the offensive What may side. influence the line is the way we've been playing at home. We're a much, much better home team yeah, than road team. For sure. Yeah, so in regard to the spread on my end, we've covered, right, every single week that we've been home pretty much. So, you know, I expect much of the same. Um, you know, we'll go, we'll go right into our offense against their defense. Um, you know, you, you look at their defense, and they have the ninth-ranked defense against the pass. Um, so they're, you know, their secondary, I guess, is doing something right, or maybe teams, it's just not necessary for them to throw against them. But, you know, they're, they're ranked up there pretty good. I mean, they're in the top 10 as far as, it, you know, as a secondary is concerned. Now, you know, obviously, we're the number one ranked offense, basically, in the league, passing-wise. You know, we're now second in rushing, you know, by a minuscule amount. So, I mean, this is a task for them, um, you know, their defense as a whole. Uh, Crosby is just a beast. And, you know, that matchup against, um, you know, Jackson at the right tackle position is going to be a key, you know, a key element of the game. You know, he's got to get blocked. I think he's got to be helped by Smythe. You know, you, you can you can basically toss Smythe out of the game as far as getting any pass catches down the field because he's going to have to help or they're going to have to keep in gold in, you know, in situations where they have that package to, you know, to go to his side and make sure that he's blocked. Um, you know, he's a guy you have to just, you know, how we eliminated Kelsey, you know, as far as our defense against Kansas City's offense, Crosby's a guy that's a game changer on on the defensive side for the Raiders and he's a guy you just have to take out of the game. You can't make him be a factor in your football game. If they do that, you know, I think we'll be very successful. Um, you know, again, their defense has been good. 
Their secondary has been good. There's no question about that. Their run defense is 29th in the league, 29th. So, you know, if they're smart and A-Chan is back, which I think he's going to be, you see a lot of A-Chan and Mozart running the football all over these guys, and the the passing game just becomes an afterthought. You know, I think that's how you have to go out and attack this football team. And you can run right at Crosby if you want. Let him be overly aggressive and just commit and, you know, run inside of him or outside of him. You know, that's what you do. You know, you just run the ball and, um, you know, throw, throw the ball on occasion. And I think you move the ball up and down the field on this Raider defense. I would agree. I, th- I think that uh, there isn't much that scares you on their defense. I mean, obviously Crosby and the linebacker behind him. What's, what's his name? Spillane? Or- yeah, Spillane's been playing some good football, and he yeah. actually leads them in interceptions. Yeah, so those those are the two guys to- you really, you really want to focus on. And then you've got uh, uh, Peters on the outside. You know, he's a pretty good cover guy. So, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> That's three guys I mentioned, and there's really not a lot else. I guess Hobbs is pretty good, I guess. But, uh, you know, I mean, we should be able to move the ball in this football team. Mm-hmm. Their, their defensive backs are definitely a lot better than as a group than a lot of people realize. But, I mean, you guys hit it on the head. I mean, we have to run the ball. I mean, I want to see us really get the run game going, and then, you know, that opens up the play action and the pass and all that, you know. We just haven't been – as balanced on as a as a rushing team i mean we if you still look at the statistics we're top five in rushing but if you look watch the games the last few one i mean it's just not it hasn't yeah it hasn't it hasn't looked as good and i know you were saying that you know we can run at max crosby to the inside or to the outside but unfortunately i mean running the ball to the right just has not worked out for us at all as of late well i can give you two reasons i can give you two reasons why jackson and smith yeah (laughs) well no mike there's three reasons you could throw the guard guard position in as well you know from that side since you know since hunt's been out so yes yeah um, we really miss hunt in the run game there's no doubt about that for sure we absolutely do um you know, the running backs on this given week, I think, are, are going to be the guys that are successful. I really yeah. do. And, and that means catching the ball as well in the flats. Absolutely. Um, you know, y- you can isolate them out there, especially a guy like A-Chan and Moster. You know, I, I don't want to see Jeff Wilson on the field, guys. I'll, I'll be plain and, you know, and blunt <laughs> about it. I, I really don't. I mean, I think that you know, you're, you're taking away from our offense when you put Wilson – and and he's not a bad football player. He's just not nearly as good as Mostert. And that means catching the ball as well. You know, you look at some of the catches that Mostert has made over the course of this season in, in I mean, really tough situations over the middle. He hasn't really dropped any passes. And you watch Jeff Wilson come in in situations – and I've, I've seen him drop two or three balls over the last couple of weeks and, and on key plays. You know, yeah. third downs, you got to make those plays. you got to continue drives. You, you can't have mis-execution, especially when you play teams like Kansas City. And, and a lot of those plays were, were factors in that football game. So, you know, I, I mean, I hate to say it, but I think that, you know, you just go back and forth with those two guys. And you ride them as much as you can. And, you know, if, if the guys need a breather, maybe, you know, you bring them in for one or two plays. But I don't exactly. want to see Wilson on the, play, on the field for 15, 20 plays this week. I just don't. Oh, I don't think you will. 
Well, I hope not, Mike. You know, I want to see most. If A-Chan is activated for the game, you got to figure him and Mostert are going to split the carries. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I hope it's so. interesting the personnel choices that they chose in that Chiefs game because in the first half, I was thinking, I'm like, is Mostert hurt right now or what? Right. Yep. I mean, we're seeing Ahmed and Wilson, and it's just like you're taking one of our best offensive players off the field. And I mean, but the thing is, even if A-Chain does get activated, I think he's going to be on a snap count and Mostert's banged up right now. So it's like it kind of sucks that we're in that situation because I think we will see more um, Wilson and Ahmed playing this week just for those facts alone. You know, what I mean, yeah, I don't know. I think Mostert's dealing with an ankle now. So it's like and he's 31 years old, you know, so as much as I'd love to see them give him 30 touches a game. I just don't see that, no, that working that's out for us no, in no, the long that, run. That's, yeah, that's no, not. but I know that that's what we'd love to see because of how productive he is. I'm thinking but, 12 carries. You yeah, know, for I each mean, of them. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. I mean, I well, really A Chan, you know, even when he was healthy, guys, you know, he it's not so much that he's on a snap count, but He's not out there nearly as much as, as you would think as far. And if he is out there, he's not carrying the ball an awful lot. I think the most carries he's had in a game is somewhere around 12. Um, yep. mm-hmm. he, he does not carry the ball an awful lot. So, you know, as far as the snap count goes, Chris, I think that, you know, one way or another, you know, you're going to see him just carry the ball, you know, at a, at a, at a maximum of 10 to 12 times this week. Yeah. And, you know, most Maybe are, catch a pass or two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You need him. You need him. You definitely need him to, uh, you know, to catch some balls. I, I think it's an absolute necessity. I don't have the. Uh, well, here's the game log on Moster, guys. And just, you, you may see both backs in the game at the same time again, which puts I love. I love when they do that. Yeah, yes, that puts a little additional pressure on the defense. So the most carries that that Mostert has had up to this point in the season is 18 against New England, right? He had another yep. game where he had 17 against Carolina. But past that, everything's been somewhere around 10, 10 to 13 carries a game. And, and that's all you really need. That's now, the number, yes. That's the number. Now, you know, if you go to A-Chan and you go to the games that he – I'm looking that up right now, so just give me a minute as we're talking here. So A-Chan, in regard to um, – the games that his game log, we are looking at a, a, a total of 18 carries against Denver because he carried the ball an awful lot in the second half once the yep. game was at it. You know, they basically just put him in. But yep. the other games, the other two games that he was a major factor in, 11 carries for 151 yards and eight carries for 101 yards. So, yeah. you know, I mean, as long as... Um, you know, it's, it's not a situation where, you know, they were putting him in to get him some carries in the second half against Denver. I think that you're going to see somewhere from, you know, 8 to 12 carries. This may him. or may not be the week to give him 12 carries, but that's where I'd like to see him end yeah. up, you know. I think he's been healthy for a couple of weeks, guys, in all honesty. I, you know, Maybe. I think that, you know, they held him out of the game in Kansas City simply because he had that was the last game I believe he had to sit out, right? Was I that think it? so. I think so. Yeah, but I think I think if we had to play last week, you know, we didn't have the bye week, he would have been in last week. So I think he's completely healthy, and I think we're going to see him do what he's been doing. You know, twelve carries, Mike. You know, eight, twelve. You know, I don't think it's going to make all that 
much of a difference. Well, no, but what, what I'm looking at is pass to run ratio. Oh, okay, got it, got it. You follow me? So yep, that's why absolutely. I want to see them each have about 12 runs because that gives you 24 runs for the game. And sure. You know, maybe 30 passes or whatever it is, but it won't be an excessive amount, which you don't want. You don't want to have him to throw more than he needs to. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. If you look at the game as a whole, you know, on both sides of the football, you know, we're, we're the better football team. We got to go out and, 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 and just execute. And as long as we do that, um, we're, we're going we're gonna to be absolutely fine on this given week. I, I, I like the matchup. I like the fact that we're home. Uh, there's just so many positives coming into this football game for us that, you know, I, I expect a nice win here. I don't know what the word is on Hunt. I hope he comes back this week, if possible. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, it would be nice, right? Um, but, Mike, again, you know, we've been fortunate, right? I mean, this is a week where you'll probably be able to get by without him, right? Well, you know, you got Crosby there, you know, and that's yeah. what I'm thinking, you know. He, yeah. he can... And yeah, exactly. And it's a, it's a hamstring. Yep. You know, so it's not a situation per se where, you know, it's, it's a knee and, you know, it feels great, so on and so forth. These hamstring injuries are very tricky. And the last thing you want to do is have them re-aggravate it. And, you know, games against the Jets coming up and so on and so forth, you don't, you don't want to lose a guy like that. So, you know, if you have to, let him sit out another week. And try and get by, you know, um, you know, do what you have to. I think we've done that a few times already this year with, you know, Connor Williams, you know, being active, but sitting an extra game. And and I believe um, a couple other guys along the way, it's been the same situation. So, you know, maybe, you know, just maybe, you know, you sit them. But other than that, guys, I mean, injury wise, we're relatively healthy. Yep. We're relatively healthy. I mean, most are, you know, I mean, it's undisclosed now is injury. So we don't know what the situation is there, right? You know, you may have Craycraft come back this week. He is. He's coming back. That to me is huge. I mean, I don't, I think that's going a little bit under the radar. I mean, he didn't have a ton of catches before he got hurt, but the catches that he was making were on third downs and key yes, moments. I mean, right. he They're really, Tua, him and Tua really do have a, a good chemistry going there. Uh, something right. else that's interesting about, the injuries this week is you have to think about the fact that we're playing on a Friday next week. Yeah. So maybe they do sit hunt just to get him back for the yeah, Jets. That's, Cause that's I mean, a good point. We're going to need, we're going to definitely need him against that Jets defense. And yes, like I said, that turnaround, I mean, we're playing on Sunday and then we play again on Friday. So, and yep. it's in New York. So yep. it's, quick I mean, week. I, I think, I think we'll probably see hunt. Um, it's funny because Mike McDaniel's at the podium right now, and they asked him about Robert Hunt, and his response was, "He's like a cat in water. He has never missed a game. Nothing <laughs> is black and white. They're trying to make the best educated guesses and factoring communication." Well, that's what he uh, does. He, he answers without answering. Exactly. McDaniel believes he's week to week because you don't want a guy to have a setback. So. Yep. I don't, I don't what, think we yeah. – yeah, I don't think we see Hunt this week. But, nope. I mean, if we can get him back for the Jets game next week, that's huge. It yep. makes all the sense in the world. It really does. I mean, that, that's, that's the team you want him up against, you know. Um, you know, as we talked about, you know, in regard to Crosby, you know, I think you almost have to leave Smythe on that side and you have to have him help Jackson because that's definitely going to be a mismatch. I mean, Without question. 
without question. And, you know, there's ways around that, you know, um, you know, as I mentioned, I mean, I love when they run the ball up the middle. I really do. I mean, you know, and, and Crosby doesn't necessarily have to be a factor in that situation either. If you trap them, um, you know, I do not like the pitches to the right side. I nope, mean, how I was many just times, about to say that. <laughs> how many times do we have to do it and see two, it three, failed. four, five-yard losses? I mean, guys, they're not even getting back to the line of scrimmage. I mean, those guys on that side are just getting blown up. And For sure. I'm tired of watching it. So, you know what? You scratch that play. You know, you don't want to be in a second and 13, a second and 15 situation. You scratch the play. You just go with what works. You know, don't beat a dead horse. We've seen it too. I mean, all of us. I mean, you guys are in agreement with this, right? I mean, we've seen too much losses to where the running back can't even get anything going. I love the jet sweeps with A-Chan, you know, the fake up the middle to to Mostert. You know, they they can do so many things out Mm -hmm. of that without even worrying about pitching the ball right and, and trying to do, you know, run the ball in that situation. They're on the ball much better to the left, as Chris mentioned earlier. And I think, you know, that's, that's what you go with. And I think you can be extremely successful against this team doing that. So, um, and that's without Hunt on the field. You know, we definitely want him back for, um, for Friday's game. But, you know, going back to what we were talking about, I mean, we're, we're pretty damn healthy and we want to stay healthy. So what do we want to do, guys? You know, we want to kind of just blow these guys out of the doors, you know, like we've done a few times after three quarters and get some of our our key guys off the field. Right. You know, and, and not necessarily have to worry oh, yes, about you'd it. You'd like to game. see that, obviously. Yeah. Let's go ahead and do our predictions. Sure. Mike, you go first this week. You don't have, you haven't gone first in about a month. So let's do it. Come That's on. not true. You asked me two weeks ago. But anyway. <laughs> Now, I'm going to go back and check, fact check that, Mike, because I don't think back. that's it may accurate. It three or four weeks ago, but you listen and tell <laughs> me. Oh, yeah. It was closer to that. Um, anyway. If, if you're no, not look, comfortable with it, we can go. I mean, you know. I expect a closer game than the spread would indicate. Okay. I do think it'll be a fourth quarter game. And, right. uh, you know, the team that rises up will win. And with us being home, I think that'll be us. So uh, I'm going to predict a 28-20 game. Okay. Hmm. What do you got, Chris? I'll go. I mean, I know what I said earlier. It's going to kind of contradict, but I think we're going to beat him like 31 17, something in that range. I've seen people predict that score, some of the analysts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm thinking, guys, 28 10, 28 13. I really don't think they're going to score an awful lot on us. I think that our defense is going to be a major factor in this game. And I think our offense, you know, maybe a little bit slow out of the gates like they've been. Uh, the Raider defense has been playing a little bit better football. But, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me for us to get into the 30 total. But I just don't see the Raiders offense scoring an awful lot of points against us. I just, I just don't see it. So I see like a 28-10, 28-13 win. Well, see, if you t- take what I said, right, and you add a uh, offensive – Interception for a touchdown where we have the same prediction. Yeah, that's not happening, Mike. Two is going <laughs> to have a solid football game this week. Uh, I don't see us making, you know, mistakes. And, you know, obviously these are predictions. So, I mean, I, I could 110% be wrong and you could be 110% right in that situation. But, you know, I think that um, 
you know, regardless of the fact we're covering the spread again at home. There's just too many, too many positives on our end, uh, you know, for that not to happen. I hope so. Yep. All right. So we, we got it, right? Is that a wrap? That's a wrap. All right. Let's go get them. This is a fun, fun week. It was a fun week of football. I mean, we weren't playing, but it was a fun week. <laughs> I just kept smiling every, yeah. after yeah. every game. Every, every score like, update, too. This you is know? great. Oh, yeah. boy, this is great. This is great. One of those weeks where everything fell into place, and we've had a couple of those in a row. Listen, so. the key, and you guys, I think, both mentioned it um, during, the, during this podcast, is the simple fact that home field, right? We've been covering the spread, home field. Come playoff time, all these losses by these AFC teams, to have a home game rather than going to Cincinnati or going to Kansas City or going anywhere, you know, uh, whatever the case, Baltimore, a home game is a major, major thing to have come playoff time. Especially in December when it could possibly still be 85 degrees. Yep, and they're coming down into that, and the Ravens mm-hmm. are wearing black uniforms. <laughs> Lewis, you and I have been to enough playoff games to know it's an advantage. Absolutely, it's a major plus all the way across the board. So you know, all of these games are key, and down the stretch here, I mean, you know, Thanksgiving I always look at as like, you know, now it's stretch time, right? Thanksgiving comes after the Thanksgiving Day yep. weekend. It's like, it's on now, guys. We're going into December, and this is when it's like, this is when the boys boys go one way and the men go the other way. You know, that's, you know, it separates the teams. And, um, you know, last week was a a big plus for us. And going forward, you know, we have to just continue to win football games and we'll be in great shape. All right, guys. Yep. Thanks uh, for joining me this afternoon. And, uh, Thanks for listening, everybody. We do appreciate it. And uh, we'll be back after the game, Lewis and I, to talk about the result. And uh, until then, fins up. Fins up. Fins up, doll fans. All right, Fin fans, that's today's show. I want to thank the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network and the Sports Social podcast network. Check out these sites, guys. They've got articles and uh podcast which i think you'll enjoy all right until next week be well and take care sports social podcast network